Welcome to the Craft Beer Connoisseurs. I'm Tyler. And I'm Brett Lungoscan, his producer Tim, who has wrapped up tool time in order to come join us. You know what? We appreciate that. He had to go record one. That's why he missed the whole that was, Supernatural. He went, skip, yeah, super, yeah, that's yeah. fair. That's yeah. fair enough. Um, all right. So recently, with one of our feature breweries, uh, we discussed them experimenting with hop oil. Do you remember that? I do remember that. Should we name said brewery? Or yeah, no? sure. Yeah, square brew. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, we I'm actually scri- technically wearing the shirt right now. You, you are technically wearing it. Yes. Yes. Uh, we take it off for you or no? No. No, nah, that's what I thought. Yeah, keep it on for yeah. not only yeah. me, but everybody else. Yeah. All uh, our viewers currently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. If we, man, if we ever go live with uh, video. Tarps off. I feel like we have to do tarps yeah, off. off. I got some new uh, stools coming. I think I feel as though with certain producers, you got to do tarps off. Yeah, depending on who like, they are. I know we got a couple lined up here. Going to go in. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I got one in my head. I was like, yeah. He's, they're already a big fan of tarps off. Massive tarps off fans. So just like tell him it's a no shirt requirement. That's true. We might have a guest host. We've talked about it. They can get a shirt on. Anyway. <laughs> It all depends on who it is. Well, you tell me who it is and they'll see. Uh, exactly. exactly. Uh, yeah. We're not talking about any of that. But uh, we should do that a lot more. No, we should. Yeah. Think yeah, so. we are talking about hop oil. Um, so, yeah, the Square Brew, mm-hmm. which you are currently wearing, um, has done some work with, with hop oil um, instead of using just the hops themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, now, we didn't have a whole lot of information because it's still something that's kind of newer-ish, slash we don't really see a lot. I'm just happy producer Tim listened to that episode and figured it out. He was like, oh, that's a, that'd be a good thing to you know talk what about, right? I, I don't think he... Yeah, I don't know, Tim. If, you don't have to answer if you listen to the episode or not. But because we list in that, that, Hated. that group chat, they list what the topic is going to be. So get that, appreciate that. But um, yeah, so... We didn't have a whole lot of information on it this time, so Tim thought, hey, you know what? I could dovetail into that um, and see what we can come up with. So, um, hop oils. Mm-hmm. Let's do another educational episode. This is back-to-back educational episodes by the producers. We like to see that. You love to see it, really. I, honestly, I do. I mm-hmm. really do. I think the the education series is is nice. Mm-hmm. So what are hop oils? That's a great question, Brent. Well, let Why me, don't let you me tell you. Enlighten me yeah. a little bit, and I'll, I'll give you some facts that you might not know. So I'll give you one thing. It's, it's all natural, which is nice. Uh, used uh, whole cone hops or CO2 hop extracts. Both are slightly yellow in color and contain the complete range of hop essential oils. Okay. Okay. Now they're used in kind of like this perfumey, kind of fragrancy, kind of applications. Um, okay, can I can I just stop you there for one second? I just actually not a word. Like a side note. Not a word. What you haven't seen, but it'd be actually nice if it did come out eventually. Not saying a brewery has to do it, but like if you got like a like an axe body spray of like a hop, <laughs> like a hop scent, or like a perfume of, a, of, of like a hop scent. Uh, I, I'm assuming the market for that's going to be very small. But it wouldn't be great. This is how it would work, right? Okay, please. You're going to show up at home. Mm-hmm. Your wife's going to be like, Brett, have you been drinking again? And you're like, no, babe. It's my Idaho 7. <laughs> it's my Galaxy. It's my Citra. It's my Vic. Oh, there's a <laughs> yeah, Vic Seeker. There you go. <laughs> we used to have a guy that liked Vic Seeker on <laughs> his podcast. That one time, yeah. Maybe he'll show up again. Uh, but yeah, babe, it's my Vic Secret I'm wearing. You know, well, I then, just, then I'd probably be all right. <laughs> yeah, but you imagine, I mean, you're used to telling your wife that you wear Vic Secret. I get oh, that. Yes, for I sure. get that. 100%, I, yes. I get that. I get that. You're used to wearing it. But yeah, I feel like that'd be a very interesting thing to like little 
a little dabble dabble of a little bit of a full uh, melon going on here. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Got a, little, got a little Simcoe on me, a little yeah. spritz of Simcoe. Like I'm not saying it's going to be like a, like that's in the line of like categories like beer soap. I would have preferred that in high school change room than, than the smells of the Axe body spray. I tell you that. That is true. I don't use Axe to this day because of that. Yeah, it's tough goals, tough yeah. goals. Anyway, uh, my bad. No, you're all good. So it's, it's used in low dilutions. Um, in in the, the deodorants, the deodorizing formulations, right? I know, yeah, I know, I yeah, yeah. So the hot pills, um, there's the the variety is very specific, right? Can be used at any stage in the brewing process. So that, whether it's you know early on in the kettle or a little bit later in the the fermenter, or even later later on in the in the post fermentation process. So um, we've talked about this. If like if you're gonna do like a a dry hop or a wet hop. Uh, where are you doing that in the process? It by this research, the hop oils can happen at any point in time throughout the brewing process. Which again, we talked about that with uh, with the episode, and it's a little bit different, a little bit different tasting, a little bit different uh, timing, right? Listen to see like how much of the hop oil goes into said a batch of beer. Sure. Like if it's like an eyedropper, if it's like yeah. three or four drops. Because kind of what yeah. I'm seeing from here is just, it's almost like you're using like a oil, like you put on the tip of your tongue and then boom. Yeah. Like an right? eyedropper. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Anyway. Or, or like one of those diffusers, right? Like, you, yep. you know, yep. yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. We should put some hop oil in the diffuser. Make it smell like Idaho 7. Anyway. <laughs> Why do we keep going? We just, because we talked about yes, that exactly, in the last right? ep- main episode, or not the last main episode, but the, the episode before that. Mm-hmm. Correct. Quite, right? quite. Idaho 8. No, I'm kidding. Um, so pure hop oil is derived from different hop oil products. Hop oils are more delicate than the bittering compounds found in the resins of the hop. And that is one thing that I remember from that episode on Square Brew is that um, it wasn't exactly bitter per se, Right, in terms of the taste that you're getting off of things, because it was just, it almost sounded, it sounded tasted like it was <laughs> there a, you go. Like, that was a resin, right? Yeah. It didn't yeah. taste like, versus the Black Donnelly's that we had, like you could tell, like that's actual hop flavor coming through, right? Um, now, yeah. since hop oils uh, begin to degrade immediately after they're harvested, it's important that the hops are stored, uh, hop oil. Not the hops. Uh, are stored properly, preferably nitrogen fl- nitrogen flushed, airtight and frozen. Now we've we've had this kind of experience before with uh, attending different breweries as well um, with their actual hops themselves. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that the transportation, the handling of the hops are kind of similar to because there's ones that if you're bringing them over, like Fig Secret, for instance, <laughs> if you're bringing over from um, Australia, New Zealand, right? you're bringing them in for that area is you want to make sure that those are as fresh as possible correct, or frozen to then be used in a fresh kind of uh, batch. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like there's a lot of similarities between how you handle and store the hop oils mm-hmm. um, with respect to just the same process kind of with, with, with hops. Yes. Yes. But again, knowing the degradation of it, you're going to want to be a little bit cognizant with it. Right? Now, the one thing that I beat, this is kind of maybe a, a stupid experiment, but I'm, I'm into science experiments for sure, is if you were to, let's say, make a, like a soda stream, okay, and then dab a little bit of hop oil in there, just to see if that actual taste is there. This is me. 
Yeah, you try yeah. it. You yeah. let me know. I will, actually. If I can find any hop oil, that's probably not going to be a shepherd's drug mart. Probably going to have to order <laughs> off Amazon. <laughs> but if I could just, yeah, just do like a CO, like a basic CO2 carbonation and just a little, put a little hop oil in there. Just see how it is. I think you're missing a lot of other ingredients. No, I understand that. But, but what I'm saying is like I just want to see like how much. We have seen hop water before, yes. right? Yes. Actually, when we were at um, Paris Drinks Fest. Yes. I've had a few of them since then. You can sure. get like a cascade hop water. Yeah. It might it might be similar to that. That's kind of what I'm seeing. Oh, I see what you're saying. Is, is okay. more of that. Not Because I mean. no, no alcohol. Not, not beer But still getting that flavor from set up. So, so not beer-esque, mm-hmm. but understanding that it's kind of like this hop water. Correct. Cool. That's more so the hot yeah, water. Yeah, maybe it, it, it might it might float. Yeah, might not. it might sink. We'll see. It's true. <laughs> yeah. Now it's oil and water. I mean, you can only figure it out, right? It's true. It's true. Um, so producer Tim here has some advantages. Okay. So I'll read. Uh, let's do every other. How about yeah, that? Um, number one: enhanced hop flavor and aroma with no added bitterness. Okay, that is an advantage. Um, we didn't. It, there was a little bit of a flavor issue the last time that we had the hop. Correct. Water. Yes. Go ahead. Yeah. So uh, generate higher beer year yields, pardon me, by decreasing vegetative matter. Higher beer yields by yes. decreasing vegetative. Yeah. So you're not. Again, this is a little bit more sustainable, maybe. Exactly. Okay. Better for the environments, apparently. Improve consistency with a uniform product. I don't know. We don't know about no. that. I guess that's, again, that's what the research shows. And that's kind of why I wanted to dive into those hot oils and, and see, okay, put it in a CO2 with a soda stream and see, okay, is it actually making it uniform, right? Like, is it actually... So, I think the logistics behind it is like, you know, okay, you brew a beer, it's like seven drops to this much, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you can, it's very consistent that way. Whereas if you put in, I don't know, a hundred different hops... Um, like hot buds, yeah. and you put that in, you're not exactly knowing what kind of extract you're getting out of each hot bud. Uh, so each bud, it's going to hold a different kind of like consistency of oil. So that's going to kind of change and deviate a little bit. So I kind of understand that. I get that. Um, okay, yeah. sure. All right. Um, so this one is me. Uh, lower annual shipping costs and save on storage space needed. That I completely That understand. makes sense. Right? That makes sense. That- and we know that it's been a little tough out there. Mm-hmm. Um so, yeah. Oh, 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 oh no. Uh, I will say. It, oh, there it is. There you go. Um, I will say. I, I understand the fact of. It's it's one of those things where it goes back to, okay, local versus not local. Because obviously these hop oils that are being brought in most likely are not local, right? Right, yeah. Versus, for example, that's one that's local to your new place. Here it would be Tavis.com Hop Company, right? And if you're making a beer using hops from Tavistock Hop Company versus bringing in oils from, you know, Jeff Bezos. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yep. Yes, you're going to save on the shipping cost, but is your product really going to be better? Yeah, and that's, I think, the debate between using local. And that's like anything, whether it's yeah, meat sure. or fruits and vegetables. Yeah, it's like sometimes it costs a little bit more, even if it is local, because it's mm-hmm. it's it's local growing, it's local yeah. raised. Same sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. And it's the same thing like you do local because it puts somebody through a dance class, not, you know, provides a CEO with an extra bonus, right? That's a, It's the same kind of deal there, right? Yeah, no, for sure. And that brings me to the next point. Uh, thank you, everybody, for supplying uh, Brett dance classes. Uh, you know, he's really been thriving in his ballerina, uh, ballet, I believe it is. And he's got the on point. He's been mm-hmm. doing really well with the uh, the ballet shoes. So thank you, everybody, a, uh, for support. from a local. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, everybody, for supporting local for the uh, Brett Ballet. Yes. 
Yes. Uh, there'll be a video posted on our Instagram page. Never. Never. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the last one we talk about, and we've kind of touched on this, is decrease the waste and reduce environmental impact. Again, kind of just looking at what that looks like. Um, it's a little bit easier, obviously, to uh, for a carbon footprint to reduce uh, the, 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 the footprint from shipping large quantities of hobs and uh, bring it down to just the oils themselves. So that's what we're looking at. Uh, let's go on maybe a little bit to the usages. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a little bit more information here, but we'll wrap it up here. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, so dosing rates should be determined by the running trials on the smaller samples first, which obviously makes sense. You want to make a small yeah. batch first before making a big batch. Yep. And ranges of dosing based on alcohol strength and style, starting low and working your way up to desired levels. Right? Right? You get you got you gotta do it, right? Yep. So the dry hop aroma flavor in hop four beers, you're gonna get five ppm to thirty ppm. So parts per million, mm-hmm. five and thirty, okay. So equals zero point six grams per BBL to three point five grams. Per I should be getting my little notepad out here jotting this down. Science. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. The dry hop aroma flavor in lagers and pilsners is zero point zero one two gram per BBL. To 0.24 gram. Very good. Right? Yeah. Okay. So the hop oil dilutions, so one in 100 can be stored for a month if opened weekly, uh, weekly, pardon me, and up to one year if unopened. Yeah. Okay. All right. Versus if you're just storing hops from a local place, like those got to be used pretty uh, quickly. Yeah. Right? So pure hop oil is considered a flammable material. So you have to watch uh, out for that when you're doing transportation. Mm Mm-hmm. Cannot be shipped via air. Only ground is acceptable, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. So you're not it, bringing anything in from Australia. You like I mentioned earlier. Well, this is the thing. Unless you're doing it not by not by air, which you can do, right? By boat. You could do by boat. That happens. I was gonna say train, but that made no sense. We could get one of our past producers, who I think is going to New Zealand soon. Might just yes. came came back. Are uh, they on there right now? Still there? I don't really know. They're they, they could bring they some. Went. They could bring some oil back. Could just trying to think of where they're going. I'm not in that group, so I don't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, what types of hop oils are there, and what's the character, uh, tr- characteristics? characteristics? Yeah, I, no, let's I, do I that. Can that for you. Um, so these are going to be some big scientific words. So if I missay them, uh, who gives a crap? Um, so Meyer Serene is the most prevalent hop oil found in many hop varieties. So it's often comprising 50 percent or more of the total oils in the hop cone. Okay, not every day. Hop cone. I like that. Yeah. You know? A little hop cone. Yeah. And it's commonly associated with floral or citrus aromas in beer. So, for example, citra is an example of a hop variety with a very high mycerine content. Humulene. Okay. is the second most common hop oil, <laughs> though in some cases it may be in greater quality than mycerine. It contributes woody, spicy, and herbal characteristics and tends to withstand the high temperature better than mycerine. <laughs> Many of the European and noble hop varieties exhibit higher levels of humulene, and some humulene-dominant examples of hops include Haller 2 and Vanguard. And we've, we've talked about Haller 2 hops before. Mm-hmm. Uh, should I take the next two, then? Yes, please. That was a lot of reading and words <laughs> I didn't get. <laughs> You're good. So the Caroline, uh, though usually lowering in the quantity than the Meyer Serene or the humulene, Caroline has a distinctive woody and herbal aroma. So kind of like more like that earthiness kind of aspect. Um, often contributes as an herbal characteristic to beer. Uh, Northern Brewer and uh, the Perlet Hobbs 
Often pearl hops. Pearl hops. Yeah, pearl and pearly. I'm going to go with pearl. Okay. Uh, hops often have higher um, levels of the carefuline hop oil. The last one is, uh, out, of, out of the ones that we have here at least listed, is the uh, farnesine. So farnesine usually represents less than 1% of the oils in the hop, though maybe as high as 10%. So it's kind of between that 1 and 10 uh, or more of the total oil content. But just because it is a lower quantity doesn't make it any less potent. So this is kind of where you get into some of these understanding the hop oil characteristics is that you might have to use less percentage, but it will have a stronger flavor profile. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it's less potent than other hop oils, um, or it, it could represent a lower percentage, but doesn't mean it's less potent. Uh, Farnies are, um, usually contributes the, the woody herbal characters we just previously mentioned. Um, it's well represented in the Czech uh, Saz and the or Saz and the uh, Tetnag. And so we've 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 talked about this before, even with like kind of like Czech Pilsners, right? So yeah. you might see some of that in there. And I think there's a whole kind of shift a little bit. Is some individuals are using the hop oils, some are going to be very traditional and and use hops traditional. Yeah. And I get the fact, like obviously, you know, anybody who gets into a business is getting into a business to make money, right? For the most part, yeah. and, and make good I, quality beer. Yeah, it, it depends. Yeah. I said any yeah. business in general. Yep. And I understand, you know, you're using hop oils to kind of cut down the price point, yep. but still keep a product going out there to hopefully make a profit off of. I understand that completely. Sure. Yep. Um, but does it provide the actual flavor that a, you know, a naturally hot beer would? I don't know. And I think we kind of found that out with our, our ratings for that episode. We're a little bit lower because it was just the oil. It wasn't actual it was, hot flavor, It was a different right? flavor. And I think if you see more beers out there, we might get a little bit more accustomed to it. So yep. we'll see what that ends up yep. looking like. Do you have anything else you want to add here? I know that Tim did put a massive chart in here. Yeah. Um, no, I'm not going to touch on that at all. I'm going to look so. at that more in depth offline and yeah, just kind of yeah. figure it out. But uh, not for, because if we were trying to decipher that for you guys the mm-hmm. first time we're seeing it, it's not going to go good. And not only that, but like it's different from a visual standpoint. So we might get Tim to put something like that or at least a link to this information, for which, sure. which would be good on our Instagram, um, Craft Beer Cons. Um, so let's do a farewell. I think we should. Excellent. That's all for today's producer special. Thanks again for listening. Keep on listening every other Thursday as Craft Beer Connoisseurs releases a new episode and on our off Thursdays for this unique producer specials. Yeah, they're all unique. Very unique. <laughs> and even the producers are very unique. Yes. Sometimes good, sometimes bad. Uh, remember to drink and drive and don't, or remember to drink responsibly and don't drink and drive. My goodness. That's better. Yeah, that's way better than the first option I gave you. <laughs> yeah, don't drink and drive. No, don't do that. Don't do that. So from all of us and producer Tim, I'm Tyler. And I'm Brett. And together, we're the Craft Beer Connoisseurs. Kind of